0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So today's episode is all about you. You asked, and I'm answering. I recently went on Instagram and Facebook and asked you to ask me anything. And so today I'm going to be answering your questions and especially answering my most asked question. Can you guess what that was about? So stick around and listen to this episode to learn a little more about me. And hopefully I'll provide some information that will be helpful to you as you go through and grow through life. And so I hope to simply inspire you. So I've been wanting to do a Q&A for a long time and I figured What better time to do it than the end of the year? So I open it up on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're not following me on Instagram, you are really missing out. But I open it up for you guys to ask me questions. And a few of you sent me some really, really great questions. And then there was one question that I got over and over and over. So I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about that one area. So (laughs) let me tell y'all what real life looks like. Right now, I am sitting in my car recording this episode, so please forgive me if you hear a little bit of traffic noise riding by in the background because my son and daughter are inside. My son is playing on the piano, The Temptations, Silent Night, over and over and over, and my daughter is singing along, so I just figured, you know what? I need some quiet. I'll just go sit in the car, That's real life, guys. This is what happens sometimes. You just kind of go with the flow of life and it is what it is. And I hope you guys see that I truly love y'all to be sitting in my car recording this. (laughs) So anywho, now let's get into the questions. So the first question is, name three things you would teach your younger self. I thought this was an amazing question and I really loved it. So three things I would teach my younger self. The first is, It's okay to be different. I spent most of my childhood, teenage years, and a lot of my adulthood feeling like I did not fit in. And for a long time, that bothered me. I wanted to fit in because what child doesn't want to be with the in crowd? But that just wasn't me. I looked different. I was like 90-something pounds in high school, even 90-something pounds in college. I was this kind of tall, skinny girl with braces and you know, kind of smart band geek. And I just didn't have a lot of friends. And I felt like for a long time, I was trying hard to fit in because I felt like I needed to. And as I've gotten older, and as I've matured, I've realized that being different is amazing. Being different is necessary if you want to have amazing results in life. And being different is okay. And I enjoy who I am now. I embrace the weirdness of me, the quirkiness of me, the differences of me. But that took some time to get to a place where I was okay with being me. And in this age of social media, sometimes it can still be a struggle when you see everybody looking this way, their bodies are a certain way, their hair is a certain way, and it makes you their lifestyle is a certain way. It makes you feel like, hmm, maybe that's what I need. But I have learned. Um, over time. And I'm still learning that I am the way I am for a purpose. And being different is cool. It's it's okay to be that way. The next thing I would want to teach my younger self is to cherish being young y'all adulting is hard <laughs> and when you are young all you can say and do is just wait to be an adult you want to be grown so bad but adulting is hard it's, it's amazing and wonderful but I would definitely tell my younger self girl enjoy these years at home with your mama and them enjoy these years in high school enjoy especially college where you can just have this time of fun and freedom and education I don't think I cherished it enough Now that I look back at it, and to any young person out there, enjoy it. If you're not married, if you don't have kids, if you're still in school, enjoy it. There's a time and a season for everything. And I'm loving being a wife and a mom. I'm loving it right now. But I definitely think I took my younger years for granted. So I would definitely tell my younger self, enjoy this time, girl. Adulting is not a game. And the last thing I would teach my younger self is to realize that You are enough. Um, I spent, I think, a lot of time looking outward for what I needed to be successful, to be happy and things of that nature. And I think this is something that just comes with time to realize that you really do have everything inside of you to be successful, to be happy. You are enough. And that's something that I would stress to myself, that confidence to have in myself that I am enough. So thank you to the person. I think it was a guy. I can't, I'm not even sure who it was. Thank you to the person who asked that question. I thought it was really good. So my next question that I want to answer is, what is the most rewarding part about motherhood and the most challenging part about motherhood? So the most rewarding part is easy. Um, My kids are amazing. And watching them grow and learn is so rewarding when I teach them something or show them something and then I see them applying it in life later. It just really makes me feel like, yes, this is my purpose. I'm doing a good job. And then just seeing them grow, watching videos and seeing pictures of them from when they were born to now. My son is seven and my daughter is four. And I'm just like, man, time has flown by so fast. But it is so rewarding to see them coming to their own personalities, to see them learn at school and at home and to just feel their love. Like kids can provide love like nobody else to you. My daughter is one of the sweetest people I know on earth. And every time she tells me that she loves me, it just warms my heart. So there are so many rewards to um, raising my kids. Now, the most challenging part about raising children has been not letting them consume me. And I feel like in society, women have been taught that when you have children, that is now your life. And I have learned that that is a dangerous and unhealthy way to think. And I know some people like, girl, they are supposed to be your everything. And yes, they mean everything to me. But I have learned that I can't put them before everything in order to be healthy. Um, Balance is important. And for a lot of moms, we think that balance means that the children are number one. And I've had to learn through trial and error that my kids can't be first in order for me to, get, to be a good mother, that I have to come first. And my husband and our relationship has to come before that also. Um, so me being healthy, me and my husband have, having a healthy relationship are all important when it comes to raising healthy children. So if I put my kids first, but my health is trash, me and my husband's relationship is trash. How am I really raising them? What are they really seeing? So, I think that in a lot of times in society, we have it backwards. And I've had to put a lot of effort into not letting my kids' life and what they need and what they want consume everything. So, to all the mamas out there, please make sure that you put time and effort into making sure that you are healthy mentally, physically, and emotionally. If you're married, making sure that your relationship with your spouse is healthy mentally and emotionally, and all of that will trickle down into you having healthy children. So thank you to the person who asked that question. The next question that I want to answer was a tough question, and, um, but a necessary one. So I thank the person who asked it. And the question is, what did you do during times that you may have felt like giving up? And when I saw this question, I was like, oh, I really don't want to answer this question. But I think it's important for you guys to know that I am very human and that there are times, and particularly with this podcast, that I have thought about saying, hey guys, this is my last episode. I hope that you've enjoyed the ride. Um, It's been fun, but yet and still, I'm still here. So the things that have kept me going with this podcast in particular, and even in starting my business, which is a a whole nother mountain in itself has been one remembering my why I've talked about this a lot in this podcast, that whenever you do something you have to know and be really sturdy and firm in your why, why am I doing this? What is my purpose? It is, if it's for fame and glory and applause It will not last. You have to remember your why. And the why for me is that I know that it is important for women to know that the things that they are going through are not abnormal, not so unique, and that they're not the only person dealing with some of the things that I talk about on this podcast. So I have to remember my why. Why am I doing it, doing this? And it's all to help other people. And then the other thing that I do is to Remind myself that if one person benefits from what I'm doing, that that is enough. Sometimes this feels like a thankless job. To be completely honest, you can have—I have a week where over a thousand people will listen to an episode, and I hear no feedback. I don't even know if it was helpful. And sometimes that can be kind of discouraging. You like, you like, you know, should I keep doing this? Is it helping anybody? And then all of a sudden, I'll get that one message from somebody via Instagram or email or whatever or text message and they'll say oh man this week's episode was so good and it helped me and that's all I need that's it that is enough to keep me going so I just want to say to you guys who do reach out thank you because I don't know if you really know how much it does help and if you are somebody who is being impacted by what somebody else does please say something please tell them thank you please tell them that you appreciate it I promise you they need to hear that. I need to hear that sometimes to let me know that what I'm doing is not in vain. So those are a couple of the reasons why I've kept going. An- another thing that's kept me going is to, is to know that my future self will thank me. If I keep going, my future self is going to say, girl, I'm glad you didn't stop because this is so much bigger than you ever could imagine that it be. And that's how I truly feel about this podcast. Right now, it's doing great. But what I see for it in the future is so, so, so big. And I know if I just stay diligent, it's going to come to pass. So I hope that this encourages you to keep going. If you're doing something truly from your heart and you may not see all the benefits of it yet, please don't quit. Please keep going. I promise you, people appreciate you for it. And most of all, you will appreciate yourself for sticking with it. Now, The last question I'm going to address, I got over and over and over and over, and that is, how do you manage anxiety? Now, I'm not too surprised that I got that question, being that I am a licensed therapist and an anxiety specialist, so I figure I'm a great person to come to to ask this question. Now, before I, you know, give some tips on this, I want to say I've done several episodes addressing this topic Just to name a few, most recently, episode 66, The Struggle is Real or Is It? Episode 51, Managing Trauma and Fear. Episode 59, About Overthinking. Episode 46, Fear Not. Episode 32, Be Anxious for Nothing. And episode number four, How to Slay Anxiety. So take some time after this episode and go back and listen to some of those jewels and hopefully they'll help you even more. And the cherry on top is that I have a freebie called How to Slay Anxiety. I will put a link to it in the show notes so that you can just click on it. It is free and you can download it and hopefully that'll be of help to you as well. So how to manage anxiety. The first thing I need you to know is that you take this thing one day at a time. Um, anxiety is not something that I just say will just go away all of a sudden. It is something that you really do work on every single day. You work on managing your thoughts every single day whenever you are triggered. So being patient with yourself is very important. The next thing that you can do for yourself to help you manage anxiety is to become very aware of your thoughts This is key because a lot of times with anxiety, we are triggered. And a lot of people say, I don't know what's causing me to be anxious. And that is because they are not aware of what they're thinking. And a lot of times those thoughts come from fear. I think I've told you guys that anxiety, fear, and worry to me are the mental health trinity. They all go hand in hand. And where there is anxiety, there is more than likely also fear. So it will benefit you to try to become very conscious of your thoughts and very conscious of your fears. Once you can figure out what your fears are, then you can try to rework your thoughts and then try to rework your behavior. And the last thing I'm gonna recommend to you when it comes to managing anxiety, is to get a therapist, y'all. This is a big hurdle. And I'm not surprised that I got this question a lot because anxiety is the most diagnosed mental illness in the world. A lot of people deal with anxiety and it can be a bear to deal with by yourself. Find a professional. I can be that girl for you or you can find somebody else. There are so many resources to help you find an amazing therapist to help you do this and tackle this hurdle. So those are just a few ways that you can try to manage your anxiety. There is journaling. There is yoga, physical fitness. There are breathing exercises that you can do whenever you feel anxious. There are books that that you can read to help you learn more about anxiety. There are so many resources out there, guys. So really, really tap into those things if you are dedicated to wanting to overcome your anxiety. So that's it, guys. That is it for today's episode. I um really truly appreciate your questions, and I hope that you feel inspired to keep going when you feel like giving up. I hope that you feel inspired to put yourself first even if you have little ones that you love so dearly. And I hope that you feel inspired to do the work to be the best version of yourself, to overcome things like fear and anxiety. It is possible. Just do the work. And so until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way.